It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. As a life coach, Nancy can teach you how to stay strong under pressure and work through challenges you face. Being legally blind, Nancy inspires others to be resilient in overcoming obstacles and live full out. You can ask Nancy for advice in your life on relationships, finance, business, health, and more. Just call in at 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. Now, here's Nancy. Hello, and welcome to the Living Full Out Show. My name is Nancy Soleri, and today we're going to be talking about dealing with disappointments. I am raising my hand because we've all had them, right? And they can really mess with our mind. They can throw us off course of ambitions that we have. How do we put those disappointments in check where we give them the empathy they need? We, we, you know, we take a moment to have a pity party, to be upset, but yet not let them hold us back from thriving and, and being who we want to be in the world. Well, we're going to be tackling those. So feel free to call in at 800-333-0001. I'll be standing by taking your calls. Also, in our next segment, you want to listen to our interview with Beth Bachman. Uh, she's going to talk about how she dealt with the loss of her son, Logan. At eight months old, she lost Logan, but he actually saved her life. It's a story that's very touching, but it's got a positive outcome. So stay out, stay tuned on that one. You want to hear her story. Also, if you need support on today's topic, we want to make sure that you're not sitting there disappointed and feeling alone. Reach out to us at connect at livingfullout.com. We'll make sure to give you the support you need as well as resources to get you back on your path. Now, I'm getting word for a producer that we do have a caller on the line. We're going to go say hello to them. Hi, welcome to the Living Full Out Show. Hi, Nancy. It's good to see you. Well, great to have you on the air. How are we doing today? Pretty good. Yourself? I'm good. So tell me, how can I help you? Well, Nancy, I am, I need to make a big decision in my life. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, um, I'm dealing with a lot of negativity from loved ones. And it's hard to be confident in my decisions when people just seem determined to think of every wrong thing that could possibly happen. Yeah. I hear you. Let me ask you a quick question. What is one thing that they're pulling you away from, telling you you can't do? Um, I'm going to move out with a couple of other friends. There are people that I trust implicitly. It seems like a good deal and a good neighborhood. But it's stuff like, uh, oh, what if you get robbed? What if your friends suddenly decide that you know they're going to... Um, screw you on the deal or something like that. And it just, it doesn't seem realistic. Mm -hmm. But it's still scary to have to deal with. And you know what? The thing is, is when you're in a place like this, where you're trying to quiet those voices, right? Uh, Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the voices in our head. Sometimes it's what people say to us. You want to take all these worst case scenarios and really confront them. Yeah. What if you get robbed? 
If you got robbed, do you think that you would find a way to bounce back? You might have to earn yeah. the money again, earn the belongings again, but do you think you would still go on in life? I think I would. You would. And if mm -hmm. this turns out to be a bad deal, even if you lose money, do you think you can make money again and find a better place to live? I think I could. Yeah. So you want to keep all the worst scenarios coming. Give them to me. Bring them all, right? <laughs> Whatever you got, I can take it. Let them just, I hate to say it like this, but you, it's called word vomiting. Let them just mm -hmm. give it to you all. Give every worst case scenario. I can take it, right? And when you really consider every worst case scenario, there is an out. There is a flip side. Sometimes it might take earning more money. It might take time. But we can always get through the weeds, get through the jungle, and get to the other side. But I, am, but I think that the one thing that you want to make sure you don't do is look back at life and wish I had, have regrets, yeah. the woulda, coulda, shouldas, right? So this yeah. is your time to turn a new page and live full out. So let me ask you, do you think it's going to go well? I think it will. Right. And, and so, them, mm -hmm. what's your butt? To, it's hard to, well, when I really care about someone's opinion, it's hard to hear that they don't think it will go well. Mm -hmm. But remember that this is your life, okay? Mm -hmm. Everybody in your life is a supporting character, but you're the lead, okay? And some people are going to be in our life in chapters. Sometimes it's childhood friends. Sometimes it's future relationships you haven't even met yet. Maybe you'll know them only for the third act of your life from 60 forward, who knows? But the thing is, is all of those supporting characters are going to make us laugh. They're going to make us cry. They're going to challenge us. And that's what they're there for. That's how life is designed. These supporting characters kind of poke at us. They make us laugh. They frustrate us. That's their job, right? Mm -hmm. But you being yeah. the lead you're the one that kind of steers your life in the direction that you want. So if you feel compelled to make a change, if you're like, you know what, I'm tired of playing it safe. I want to take a risk. That's your prerogative. You're the lead. So let me ask you one more time. Do you think you can do this? Yes. Absolutely. With a little more vigor. Yes. Yes, right? Exactly. So go for it. Go for it. And you know what? You have all those worst case scenarios could happen and you've already addressed it. If they do, you will bounce right back and get on track. Okay. Thank you, Nancy. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for calling in. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us and uh, have a great day. Thank you. You too. I love that she asked that question because honestly, the disappointments in our life, the, the times we think we might fail or have failed, they're always going to be there. You know, I know for myself, there's been plenty of times that I've set out to do something and it hasn't worked out. And the thing is, I, I, I did crumble. Maybe I had a small five-minute full-day pity party. But at some point, you got to cap that. you got to say, you know what? I'm going to try again. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to take that next step. What you want to make sure is you don't let other people impact your ability to move forward. It's really hard because sometimes these other people in our life, they do love us. They do want the best for us. They want us to be safe and, and make the right choices. 
but who knows what the right choices are, right? The only way you know the right choice is to make a choice, to make a decision. And it's either going to be right or it's going to be wrong. But either way, you have to play the game of life full out. And by doing that, you take that step. You make that decision. And if it's the wrong one, well, you know what? Self-correct, go in a different direction, forgive yourself. That's the biggest thing. A lot of times when we make a decision and it doesn't go well, we have all these other people telling us, ah, I told you so, told you so. But you know what? It's worse to say, I wish I had tried something. It's better to say, okay, you were right. That's a better conversation than saying to yourself, gosh, I wonder what could have been. That, that's haunting, right? So when we consider today dealing with disappointments, just right up front, just know that they're going to happen. And you want to consider in your life, what is a disappointment that you're holding on to today that you just haven't let go of? And you want to quantify that. And what I mean by that is, is that disappointment something that you should give so much power to that it's dictating your future, that it's, you know, taking up all this real estate in your mind? Probably not. What you want to do is look at that disappointment and say, gosh, you know, I, I, I wish I had done things differently, but you know what? I'll do better next time. Or I really wish I hadn't been told to do something and, and, and I wish I hadn't been led the wrong direction. Well, you know what? That's okay. Self-correct. It's just really important to take those disappointments, acknowledge them, and then set them free. Now, there's an exercise that you can do, which is to write down, and it can be it can be scratch paper and just write a, a quick memo. It can be a full page. It can be a multiple pages. Write down everything that you have been, you know, that's gone wrong, that you're disappointed about. Write it all down, okay? Acknowledge all of it. And then I want you to take it, and I either want you to tear it up into small, 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 small pieces and throw it away, or even more fun, take it and throw it in like the fireplace and watch it burn up. Because you want to release yourself from feeling those disappointments in the present. And you want to make sure that you don't let them impact your future. Because think about it this way. We can't go in the past. We can't change things, right? All we have is the here and now. And so when you release those disappointments, now you're able to take that step forward. Now you're able to have a clear mind and be able to live life with passion and vigor. That's where you want to be. That is the sweet spot. And that's when you know you're living full out. So stay with us. We're going to be coming up in our next segment with Beth Bachman. Again, she's going to share her loss of losing her baby boy, Logan, but yet how he saved her life. It is an amazing story. It's all about living full out today and setting those disappointments free. And Beth is going to share with us how she did that. And throughout the show, we'll be taking your calls so that you too can let those disappointments go. It's all about living full out. Again, my name is Nancy Soleri. This is the Living Full Out Show. Stay with us. We will be right back. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I like kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Tomorrow? <laughs> Let's check with Mom. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. <laughs> 
I'm gonna return the kayak. Let's make sure you have everything. Yep. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? Two thirty-three North Maple, please. It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking. Plus, much more. It's all right in your naturehood. Best day ever. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. Don't you wish that getting your child to eat right, move more, and spend less time in front of a screen could be as easy as pushing a button? It might not be that simple, but you do have more power than you know, and you can maximize that power with proven strategies, tips, and tools from the National Institutes of Health's We Can or Ways to Enhance Children's Activity and Nutrition program. We Can offers all kinds of resources, including fun recipes and activities the family can do together to show you the way to live a healthier lifestyle. We're not saying it's easy. We are saying that it can be done. Take the first step today. Call one eight six six three five nine three two two six for a free We Can Parents Handbook, and be sure to visit the We Can website at wecan.nhlbi.nih.gov for free information too. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. He knew exactly what to do. I had no clue what I was doing. We set up the rocket. We set up the rocket. Hit ignition. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hit ignition. And then? And then nothing. <laughs> Sometimes I laugh when I'm frustrated. Then out of nowhere, the rocket launched into the air. The rocket did get into the air. I've never seen anything fly so high. And then crashed into a kite. Look out! Look out! And then the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. 
I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. With Nancy's expertise, you'll learn how to embrace your potential and strive for success. If you have a question or need further support, send us an email at connect at livingfulloutcom Now, here's Nancy. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Nancy Solari, and this is the Living Full Out Show. And today we're talking about dealing with disappointments in our life and how do we overcome those feelings of regret or sorrow and, and be able to release them so we can live full out? Well, our inspirational guest today, Beth Bachman, is a perfect example of how to do that. Uh, she did lose her son at eight months, yet she was able to go on and still keep that dream of being a mom alive and be able to create the family that she wanted. But through all those times of sadness and and disappointments, how did she do that? So we're going to learn from her. So I'd like to welcome Beth to the show. Hi, thank you, Nancy, for having me again. Absolutely. Now, Beth, I I want to kind of cruise back in time to, to share with our audience kind of how all of this unfolded for you, because here you were, pregnant, feeling good. The pregnancy was going really well. Everything was normal. But then came the day, well, actually really, well, the day, the week, where you started to feel not so well, almost like you had the flu. But then it got yeah. increasingly worse. Um, it started on, it was us? a Friday. Um, I'm mm-hmm. a teacher, so I work full time. It was my first pregnancy. And I was just so tired. I wasn't sleeping well. And um, I thought I was getting the flu. Everyone was getting sick at school, the, you know, beginning of February, mid-February. And so it wasn't anything unusual, but um, as the night went on, I just got sicker. Beth, are you there? Yes, are you there? Yes. Okay, sorry. So so um, in terms of your sickness, you actually fainted numerous times. Yeah, I lost consciousness um, several times, and now I know it was because my blood uh, pressure was dropping. I had a very rare, unknown liver tumor that had ruptured. Um, I was eight and a half months pregnant, so uh, I was very confused, and um, I was losing consciousness, and then I'd feel fine, and then I'd feel really Mm -hmm. sick and pass out, and then I would feel fine again. So it was kind of a really wicked uh, cycle until my husband noticed I was gone, and um, our dog sat on his head, and he came into the bathroom and found me passed out. So we uh, called 911 at that point. Well, let's hear it for our four-legged friends, because that was really important that he woke your husband up, because if you had been there any longer, who knows? Now, when you got to the hospital, you were trying to stay calm. You know, you were hoping that, you know, it wasn't too serious. But when did you know that something was really bad, really off? Um. Actually, it was as soon as we got there. It, you know, it was nice and quiet. It was, you know, dim lights. It was about four in the morning, so it, 
you know, it was still really dark and it was snowing pretty bad. So it just felt like we took forever to get to the hospital. Um, once they gave me oxygen, I felt better and um, I didn't feel sick or how I felt at all during the night. My heart wasn't beating super fast. It felt like it was going to pop out of my chest the night before. And um, the first thing they do, because I was, you know, eight and a half months pregnant, they hooked me up to a heart monitor. And they, on the first machine, they were like really quiet, really quiet. And then the next, they brought in a different machine. And I knew at that point something was really wrong um, because his heartbeat was so easy to find during every single doctor appointment. Mm. And I'm sure even today, this is, you know, hard for you to talk about because I know Logan was your first, you know, and, and, and he'll always have that special place in your heart. But the thing is, is Logan was actually saving your life. And, and why is that the case? Um, well, they had no idea about this tumor. So Logan had passed and I had to give birth to him and they were trying to figure out what was wrong with me, but I have some medical allergies. So, and this is so rare they consider it, um, you know, uh, uh, basically a, a theory, like this never happens. And mm-hmm. so it wasn't on anybody's radar that, you know, I had this tumor and it ruptured and they usually find them in autopsy. So the person bleeds out before they can figure it out. But somehow, um, while I had to give birth to Logan um, and I kept getting sicker and sicker, they somehow figured it out. And then I was rushed to a different hospital. I had to have emergency surgery to stop the bleeding. And then three wow. weeks later, I had 60% of my liver removed. So it, it wow. was something very serious. And there were several points where I should not have made it. In fact, the doctors pulled my husband out when they transferred hospitals and I was in the ICU. Um, they said, we have no idea how your wife is alive, but we're going to do everything we can to keep her alive. And at that point, they knew what was wrong. I am speaking to a living miracle in this moment, yes. honestly. And, and, yes. and, you know, there were, there were a couple different signs that, uh, you know, you might have missed along the way, but you didn't know. One of them I think is very interesting is if you had a right shoulder pain, but that was related to your liver. How did you find yeah, that out? Yeah, we took a nap. Um, it was Friday. My husband and I were both tired, and we took a nap, and my shoulder really hurt. Like, I, I pulled a muscle or, you know, it was out of place or something. So I checked my pregnancy book, and it's like, oh, you know, your muscles are relax- are relaxing now, and they're getting ready for birth. So everything was just lining up, and it, there was no reason. You know, I was tired, but I was working full-time, and I had never been pregnant before. Um, They asked me if I was having trouble breathing, but I was eight and a half months pregnant. So, um, you know, I was short of breath, but all the pregnancy books said that that was normal. So not, they said there's really no symptoms until it ruptures. So there really wasn't anything I could have done differently. Wow. That is so scary. And, and was this in your family? Had, Had anybody had liver issues before? No, it's um, it's random. It's actually um, it's the tumor that had formed was because of birth control. Really? Um, they say many people have them, but they weren't as large for some reason. Mine was just extremely large and abnormal, and this is the path that it took. So, um, and that's because of taking birth control for an extended amount of time, or what's that correlation? Yeah, for taking it for you know, I think it was over five years, and I had been on it for eight. Wow, that is fascinating. So, you know, everybody, the thing about Beth's story that I find so interesting is we have to 
feel the signs and read the signs and and it's good to get checked out and 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 just make sure that you know the things that we're taking just like birth control that they're not hurting our body you know i, I think sometimes we right. we you know we just accept what the doctors give us and we're like okay i'll take this pill you know but we don't question yeah. what well, are the long term effects my female issues which was the reason i was on it in the first place but it ended up causing this tumor which um, I, I did feel guilty about because that was a choice. You know, I mm-hmm. take it. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're talking today, Beth, about dealing with disappointments. And, you know, your story is one that continues to unfold. So I want you to stay with us, okay? And we'll be okay. coming right back after this break. So think about everybody in your life today. What is a disappointment that is just haunting you? You feel like it's really holding you back? And I want you to declare today as the day that you're going to release it, you're going to let it go, or you're going to find some way to get support to heal from that disappointment. So stay with us. We're going to be coming right back to Beth with her interview. I'm Nancy Solari. This is the Living Full Out Show. We'll be right back after this break. Listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. There are many sounds in your day to day life. There are sounds that wake you up, sounds that make you smile, sounds that energize you, and sounds that help you relax. But there are some sounds that can alert you to danger and can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you information about severe weather events, amber alerts, or other emergencies in your area. With critical information from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know, wherever you are. For more information, visit ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hello, my name is Jeffrey, but people in this town call me Maniac. They call me that because I'm the fastest runner in town. But just because everyone knows who I am doesn't mean I belong. I don't really belong anywhere. You see, I'm an orphan, and I wander the streets just looking for a place that I can truly call home. My name is Maniac McGee, and I'm all alone. Explore new worlds. Read my story in the novel Maniac McGee by Jerry Spinelli. For other great book ideas, visit your local library or log on to literacy.gov. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Look for the bare necessities. The bare necessities of healthy living are easier than you think. You better believe it. And the food pyramid shows you the way. With just the right amount of exercise and the necessary grains, vegetables, fruits, milk, and meats and beans. Just the bare necessities of life. So eat right, be active, and have fun. Yeah, man. For your own path to a healthier you, visit MyPyramid.gov. This is really living. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the Ad Council. 
Hi, my name is Nancy Stellari, host of the Living Full Out Show. I am excited to let you know that we are now associated with Alexa. If you have Alexa in your house and you didn't know that, go ahead and find Living Full Out because you can hear us anytime you want. And we're there for you to keep you motivated. Go to your app store because we're located there as well. Just look for With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the Living Full Out Radio Show. It's important to us that we put out really inspiring programming, but we want to make sure that you have it at your fingertips when you need us most. We never know when those challenges are going to come, when we're going to feel lonely and need that motivation. So just know that when you need us, we're here for you. Check out Alexa, the app stores, or go to livingfullout.com. Here's to you living full out. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. As a life coach, Nancy can teach you how to stay strong under pressure and work through challenges you face. Being legally blind, Nancy inspires others to be resilient in overcoming obstacles and live full out. You can ask Nancy for advice in your life on relationships, finance, business, health, and more. Just call in at 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. Now, here's Nancy. Welcome back to the Living Full Out Show. I'm Nancy Solari, and today we're talking about dealing with disappointments in our life and how do we put them in a place where they don't hold us back from continuing going after our life goals. Well, our inspirational guest today, Beth Bachman, she had to deal with the disappointment of losing her son. I mean, a loss like that would be one that would make so many crumble and just give up, but she didn't. She had a vision for her life. She knew she wanted to be a mom. And after an amount of time of healing, she did just that. She went after her dreams. So I'd like to welcome Beth back to the show. Hi, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Beth, I want to kind of acknowledge again, I am so sorry for the loss of your son because to get all the way to eight months and 
the finish line is 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 in sight, right? And in yeah. you actually when you actually delivered him and you got to hold him. How much time did you have with Logan where you got to hold him in your arms? Um, I actually I had about a day with him because he was born Sunday morning and um the funeral home uh could not pick him up until Monday morning, which I'm so glad I had that time with him, and looking back, I'm so glad they didn't know what was wrong with me because they would have, I wouldn't have had time with him, and they would have shipped me off to a different hospital right away, and it would have been even harder to, to deal with everything we had to process. Well, so that I, is... I did have some time with him, and he was just the most gorgeous baby ever. Mm, I love that, and that is divine timing right there, just press the pause button of life for a second and, and let you have that moment. Now, yeah, and my husband did, too. Of course, I knew he was going to look just like him, and he was exactly, he was a, a mini of my husband. Wow, that is so great. And and even though you had that moment together, and how did you get through the weeks and the months? Because for our audience who is listening today, who is who is going through loss, maybe the loss of a child, a loss of a spouse, or a good friend, mm-hmm. how did you muster that depression, that sadness, that loss? Um, it, it was hard. I, I mean, there's not enough words to explain how hard it is, and you only know that if you have lost a child yourself and it's not a path I wish on anybody. It's a very hard, long journey. And um, we had a great support system. We had friends and family who, you know, would sit with me and um, my best friends like get up, we're going to, you know, the supermarket and, you know, she would make me get out of bed and get dressed and, you know, do the mundane things because it was very hard. And then, you know, I was recovering physically from getting 60% of my liver out after I had had him three weeks later, I, I had that major liver surgery. And um, so physically, I was still recovering. And emotionally, it, it, of course, you know, I could still go right back into that place if I wanted to. Now, was there a part of you that was kind of residing to the fact of, you know, I, I, I wanted to be a mom, I, I, I loved Logan, and, and I'm going to kind of package this away and close that dream? Or as you got your strength back and kind of to, came out of the fog of the loss and the grieve, the grieving process, you know, what made you decide to try again? You know, I can't even answer that. It was just something in me. It was one of my dreams. And it was just, you know, if you ask a football player and they say, I want to be an NFL player, well, why do you want that? You just know that you do. And I, I just always wanted to be a mother. And so um, being that close, I knew it wasn't a replacement. I wanted it to be a distraction and, mm-hmm. you know, not just a distraction. We just, we wanted children and we wanted to love them and, mm-hmm. and have a family together. So um, there was just something inside me that said, you know, try again. Wow. Now you did get pregnant again. And again, all the excitement, but I'm sure nervousness of, of, you know, how is this going to go? But sadly, you lost that baby. You miscarried. And was that about 12 weeks? Yeah, 12 weeks. We went in to hear the heartbeat and heard the horrible words that, I'm so sorry, there's no heartbeat. Um, You know, I was healthy at that point. Everyone kept saying, oh, you're healthy now. You're healthy now. So um, it it was a huge blow. It was as devastating as Logan was. This was, 
you know, when you say, oh, things can't get worse. Well, they can, and they did in our, our case. And it it was very difficult. You know, I felt so disgusted with my body that it failed me, and I didn't understand why um, this kept happening because even though something bad happens to you, it, it doesn't excuse it. Other bad things can happen. And so mm-hmm. after that, I got a little paranoid. Okay, what's the other? when's the other shoe going to drop? Right, and that's understandable. And again, uh, so many people in our audience have been there, you know, miscarriages or having hard times getting pregnant in general, and it, it, it is so easy to say, you know, maybe this isn't meant to be. Did you have that conversation with yourself? I did, um, because it's not only physically, you know, taxing, it's emotionally. Um, you have another, you know, a partner. Um, I had my husband's support, so there's somebody else involved in it and how they feel. You know, he hated seeing me so upset. Um so when after the miscarriage, I said, you know, I'm done. I can't go through this again. And then about a month later, and this is why you should never make big decisions when you're grieving, about a month later when some of the dust settled, just, just a little bit, um, I didn't know how to approach my husband, but I said, you know, I, I, just, I feel like we should try one more time or I'm going to regret it the rest of our lives. And I didn't want to live with regrets, especially after Logan sacrificed himself for me for this life. So. Um, we did. We tried one more time, and we had our beautiful daughter, Haley, who will um, just turn four in November. So, Wow. And, you know, good to you. Good for you to keep going and to, to hold true to that dream. And for everybody listening, that could be a career that we all want in our life. That could be having a family. You know, that could be living out a hobby, um, instruments, singing, who knows, but but if even you, a if divorce, you give up I on have that, a friend going through a divorce, and that's mm-hmm. a, a huge life yep. adjustment change as well. Absolutely. But the thing is, is it's it's not you just don't give up. You have to believe. You have to know that it is possible. Now, and you it's had hard. your daughter, <laughs> and it's hard. And you had your daughter, but how did you go through that pregnancy, not paranoid about that other shoe dropping? Um. I printed out some mantras, uh, you know, your body is amazing and this pregnancy is going to go well. And um, I prayed. I had a lot of people. I had a lot of great support. I had students who gave me, you know, St. Gerard medals and, and cards and things like that. I had another student go to Rome and they lit a candle because um, they, they knew, and unfortunately they had lost a child too, but they knew how hard it was and, you know, starting a family just wasn't going very well for, for us, but it was hard, but I tried to stay as positive as I possibly could. Um, I wanted to be as positive. I feel like your mood when you're pregnant transfers over to the baby and I didn't want her to be sad and I didn't want her, well, I didn't know it was a her in the beginning. Um, I, right. I didn't want to know her to be in a negative. I wanted her to know that we were celebrating her and that we wanted her so badly. Now, after you had your daughter, you did decide you wanted to give her a sibling and you decided, you know, we're going to try one more time. And again, mm-hmm. the miscarriages were possible because you were getting older, but you did try again. And what happened? Yeah, I was going to be 40. And before that summer, I, you know, I was 39 and I said, you know, let's try, and if 
fall comes and, you know, we're not pregnant, then I'm perfectly happy with, you know, having Haley here and Logan in heaven watching over us. But let's just try one more time to to have a sibling for her. And um, we got two. So we had twins, and they're going to be two next month. So it's it's a little crazy, but it's it's a good crazy. So uh, the, the the twofer, you got a twofer, which is exciting. Yeah, we and got a twofer. <laughs> exactly. So now a she's got two siblings. And a lot of, you know, dogs, they love puppies. So we have a lot of animals. Well, and, and, and you know, you're all, all of your children, including Logan, you know, it, it was a journey to get you there, but, but you got there. You, you have that family. As we talk about today dealing with disappointments, if our audience is listening to your story, they see that as it unfolded, it got better. You know, it did work out. You got the family. But what would you say to somebody who is sitting here thinking, you know what? It worked out for her, but I, I don't think it's going to work out for me. They're very discouraged. What would you say to them? Oh, goodness. I was that person because I watched it, everyone around me have families so easily. And, um, you know, oh, I never wanted children and they were having children and um, they changed their mind, and rightfully so, they can change their mind. But I was that person, and you just have to take it minute by minute sometimes, and then it can be hour by hour and day by day. And there's still times with his birthday coming up, um, even though I have such joy in my life, you know, I still have lows too, and it's, it's hard. I have flashbacks and, you know, PTSD and survivor's guilt. But you have to just kind of, sometimes you just have to break it down and take it minute by minute. And you just have to keep trudging along. Um, It's not a guarantee. I had uh, friends in my grief group that lost two children at the very end, and they never had children after that. So sometimes you just have to say, you know, I can't take this anymore because it is so emotionally and physically involved. And um, you just have to keep going and know when it's okay to say it's okay I've, I've had enough and I can't do this anymore and you mm-hmm. can still have a wonderful life yeah a guest told me one time she had lost her children and her husband to an accident and she got remarried but she chose not to have kids again because she couldn't replace her kids and uh, she said you know we're a family of two and the thing is, families can come in different forms. A family can be friends, a family can be a couple, and a family can be a boatload of kids. You know what I mean? It's just right. whatever, however we define it. So I'd like to thank you so much, Beth, for being on the show today. Um, you really are that miracle and a great example of, of living full out and pressing forward and letting those disappointments go. So thank you so much for being on our show today. Well, thank you for having me. I always love sharing my little superhero story. Logan is definitely my hero, and um, he was just amazing. Yeah. Well, we'll be thinking of Logan on his birthday coming up, but thank you so much for for being on the show. And for everybody listening, we're going to be coming right back after this break, taking your calls. It is all about letting those disappointments go so that you can live full out and thrive. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. I'm Nancy Solari, and this is the Living Full Out Show. Stay with us. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? 
What? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. The following message is about Medicaid and CHIP, free or low-cost health coverage for kids and teens. Enrollment is open year-round. Hey, Voicely, give me the mic. Um, okay. Hey, DJ, let's switch up the music. That's better. So listen up, moms and dads out there. There are these programs called Medicaid and CHIP. They offer free or low-cost health coverage for kids. Things like doctor and dentist visits, prescriptions, and shots are covered. All the stuff that keeps kids like me healthy and in charge. So, as you can tell, a covered kid is a confident kid. And it means confident parents, too. To learn more about affordable health coverage for your family, visit healthcare.gov or call 1-877-KIDS-NOW. That's 1-877-543-7669. Yep, you could do something big for your family today because enrollment is open year-round. This has been a message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And Sophia. They're going to jump out of trees. You can't stop them. They'll go down the slide head first. They'll make parachutes out of sheets. They'll balance on things that are impossible to balance on, like the back of a couch or a windowsill or a scooter seat. They'll run with sharp objects. They'll run into walls. They'll climb things that won't hold their weight. They'll put their fingers in places where they could get smashed. They'll drive their tricycles down steep hills. They'll bounce balls off their faces. They'll step on each other. They'll jump on each other. They'll invent whole new ways to put themselves in jeopardy. But one of the most dangerous things kids will do happens while they're sitting perfectly still. Kids who ride in a car without a booster seat are much more likely to suffer serious or fatal injury during a crash than kids in boosters. But amazingly, 80% of all kids who need them aren't in them. After a toddler seat and until they're four foot nine, boost your kids and don't let them down. Go to BoosterSeat.gov to learn more about the importance of boosters. A message from the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. Have you ever lost a cat? And have you ever wanted to get your cat back after you lost it? I'm Andrew Hoffman. I invented the lost cat magnet. Just turn it on and lost cats stick to it. Just listen to one satisfied cat. <coughs> That's proof. You should invent stuff, too. But remember, don't do a lost cat magnet. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. We are your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll! Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people! Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. When you're dealing with disappointments, you want to step back. You want to put some space between you and that disappointment and ask yourself, how much power are you giving it? 
How is it holding you back from being able to step forward and embrace life? Today is the day that you let those disappointments go. Smile, look ahead, and know that anything is possible. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. Nancy is here as a guide to show you how to rise above obstacles and savor each moment. If you have a question, call in live at 800-333-0001. That's 800-333-0001. And now, here's Nancy. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Nancy Soleri, and this is the Living Full Out Show. And we have been talking about how to deal with disappointments. And I know that it's it's heavy when we talk about that. Like, no one wants to talk about it. But that's one of the things that we confront here on the show is in order to get to a place of happy in our life, we have to acknowledge what's not working, times in which we failed or made a mistake. And, and just sometimes things happen in our life. You know, they say bad things happen to good people. It does happen. And the thing is, is we have to release that as well. And I see so oftentimes, you know, as I coach people that, they take the disappointments, the failures in their life, and they almost wear them around like a badge, like a label. Like if they've got divorced, they they wear this label of I'm a divorced person. Or if they've lost a child, they, they don't let go of that grief and they wear that label of I've lost my child. And the thing is, is we want to make sure that we always remember that this life is meant to be lived and, and play it big. You know, if you've ever played Monopoly or any board game, you know, you move the characters forward, you roll the dice, and it's fun. You want to make sure that you're having fun. So many people, you know, have lives that are shorter than they would have wished. And, and you know, there's no reason or method for why some people live to be 100 while others don't. But the thing is, you want to look at your life and say, am I making the most of today? You know, am I living this life in the biggest way, full out as I can? And if you're not, then take today to self-correct. What resources might you need, whether they're free, whether they're paid, to, to enable you to have the strength, to have the focus, to get yourself back on track? And I want to make sure that you reach out to us at connect at livingfullout.com if you do need that support, because that is what this show is for. Now, I'm getting word from our producer that we have a caller on the line. We're going to go say hello to them. Hi, welcome to the Living Full Out Show. Hi, Nancy. So, hi, thank um, you. I've been, hi. So, I've been in a long and committed relationship with my boyfriend, and I'm perfectly happy with where we are in our relationship, and so is he. However, I do have some coworkers who are consistently asking me why I'm not married yet. And they say things like that I should get married soon because I'm not that young anymore. And um, I just want to know how should I respond to them and have them um, stop pressuring me to get married and bothering me about that topic without making things too awkward or too personal at work. You know what? I love that you're asking this question, and I'm sure so many people in our audience are raising their hands saying, I am with her, because mm-hmm. it is hard to, to quiet those voices, to kind of put people in their place, right? Because you don't want to say it in a mean-spirited way, but you, I can tell that you're really starting to feel this pressure, and it's great um, that you have such a healthy, strong relationship. Here's the thing. 
are any of those friends that are giving you that that advice are any of them not happy in their own relationships i do think so um for example there is someone who is i would say a lot older than me and she was um i guess having some relationship problems and almost going through a breakup so there is one that is like that so what i want you to look at is there's always going to be people that are going to give you their unsolicited advice. It's just going to happen, right? It's on relationship this week. It might be your career next week, right? Always going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I want you to, next time somebody says something to you, first of all, take it in, but also in your mind, spit it out, <laughs> okay? Because you know what you have, right? But I want you to mm-hmm. listen to them and, and look at them with a new lens, a new pair of, uh, a, a new vision. Because sometimes these people... If they're unhealthy in their own relationships, then they're really saying it from a place of love because they don't want you to be where they are, okay? And other times, Mm -hmm. people who are in healthy, happy relationships, they might say it to you as well because they want you to have what they have. They want you to be as happy as they are. So sometimes when people give us advice, we have to just kind of look at it from a place of love and empathy because some people are hurting and they don't want you to hurt. Some people are really happy. They're, they're shooting the moon. They're so happy. But they want you to be there as well. And just graciously take in the opinions and the advice that they have. But don't let it hold you back because you know what you have, right? Now, at any mm-hmm. point, if you or your partner feel as though one of you are thinking about marriage, taking it to that next step, well, just make sure that you keep that personal dialogue open But if you do that, I'm sure you guys will have a great life together, marriage or not. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And so, again, just, you know, quiet down those voices. Just kind of take it in. But but, but know that, you know, you get to make the decisions in your life, not them. So thank you so much for calling in. And for everybody listening today, it's all about dealing with those disappointments, right? Let's put them in check. Let's move them aside so you can live full out. The entire Living Full Out family thanks you for calling in and listening today. And check us out on Alexa, the app stores, Living Full Out Radio. We're here to support you every day. Here's to you living full out. Thank you for listening to the Living Full Out Show with Nancy Solari. To learn more about this program, visit livingfullout.com for the latest episodes. Connect with the Living Full Out community by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribing to our YouTube channel. If you have an inspirational story you want to share, email us at connect at livingfullout.com. Here's to you, Living Full Out.